Yeah, that is, uh, you know, that's the single I'm going down for Bruce Springsteen's uh, classic 1984 album, Born in the USA, which sold over like 30 million copies. It was on worldwide. Worldwide! But this is uh, StoogeCast episode... 128, protector of the ends, quarantine week, what, five or six? Nobody's counting. Well, people are, but we don't listen to them. Uh, Didn't do much today. It's just a side. I woke up at two in the afternoon. I've been sleeping like, I don't know if anyone else been doing this, but I've been sleeping for about like um, 12 hours. At like a pop. Like I'll go to bed at like 3. I've been going to bed at like 3 a.m. too. It's not like I'm going to bed at like 6 or 7 in the morning and then wake it up at 2. It's like I'm going to bed at 3 a.m. and then just not wake it up till like 2. It's it's literally like 11, 12 hours of sleep. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Just I don't know if anyone else has been feeling that. Share that in the comments or something. Um, this was supposed to be funny, but look, I, uh, I got so bored, so I made a Steelers all-time team, like, all-time, and you know, like, 10 of the guys on there starting are gonna be from, like, the 70s, I think would be, what I should have probably done was just made a team, like, since I was born in 95, so that would probably be, like, 25 years, that'd probably be more of an interesting, uh, Interesting football team. Because, like, you'd have some there that would that would be kind of close. Like, you know, you get all those great Hall of Famers. You get some good debates with, like, the linebackers and stuff. Because, and, you know, like, Jack Hamm, Jack Lambert are a given. Joe Green is a given. Mike Webster, given. You know, you got to have Stallworth in there. You know what I mean? Mel Blunt, yada, yada. So, like, since I was born in 95... I'm just going to go off of for this is going to be mostly football for a bit until we get our guest Adam Penhollow local comic calling in on the Facebook live to talk about whatever senior quarantine correspondent for he's from like North Hill the North Hills right that area okay that's a good plug uh but yeah, I'm thinking I should make yeah I should have done a team since the year I was born because like and this is for the football geeks like Rod Woodson played for the Steelers Hall of Fame corner I think he left in '96. Now do you include you know what I mean like would he be the starter because he was only around for two years when I was alive or when I was born? You know it's not like I was born in '88 and Rod Woodson went to like seven straight Pro Bowls from like '88 to like. 96 or whatever like he only went to like maybe one and then he left town and went somewhere else so would ike taylor be the best starting corner for that time because he played like 12 years with the steelers and won two super bowls but at the same time dropped a lot of passes see this is a debate like it's hard to pick an all-time team like qb is obvious ben but then at backup who do you put cordell or deal o'donnell one of the two because Neil O'Donnell led the Steelers to a Super Bowl. But then after that, he kind of started to suck. But then Cordell went to a Pro Bowl. Went to AFC title game. You know, probably had more passing yards and touchdowns while I was alive. 
know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think. Uh, wide receiver, uh, definitely Hines Ward and AB. QB would be Ben. Running back would be the bus. Backup running back, Willie Parker or Lev Bell. One of the two. You know, that's tough. It could be either or for that. Because Lev Bell, while better than Willie Parker, Willie Parker had that big run in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's who do you give the backup running back spot to? I'd say uh, town alone, Lev Bell. I think Love Bell's your number two. And then third would be Willie Parker, fullback Dan Kreider. I'm just going to go off. and My best Steelers team since I was born, 95. All right. Left tackle, Marvell Smith. Left guard, Alan Fanica. Center, see, Damani Dawson or Pouncey. I don't know who you put. Pouncey, I guess. Probably Pouncey. He's gone to like seven, eight Pro Bowls. But Dawson's a Hall of Famer. See, these are tough calls. Right guard, I to Castro. The right tackle, Max Starks, Willie Colon, one of those guys. Then defense, defense uh, for your ends, you'd probably have uh, Aaron Smith, Cam Hayward, defensive tackle Casey Hampton, Brett Kiesel would probably be in there as a backup. Linebackers, see, linebackers, it gets tough. Like, you have so many great outside linebackers. You have Joey Porter, Jason Gilden. You have uh, Lamar Woodley, James Harrison. Nowadays, you got, like, T.J. Watt. I mean, you know, since I was, who do you put in that outside linebacker spot? Starting probably would be uh, Joey Porter and James Harrison. Although, Gilden could start, too. But I think James Harrison, Joey, see, this is tough. I don't know how you do that. Middle linebacker. Probably James Ferrier and uh, James Ferrier and uh, LeVon Kirkland. And then the secondary, Ike Taylor, Deshae Townsend be in there, Willie Gay. Safeties, you'd have Ryan Clark, Troy Palmalu, kicker, Jeff Reed. Punter, I don't know. We'll throw Dan Daniel Sepulveda in there. <laughs> then wideouts, you got A.B., Hines. Just going back to offense. I'm just flip-flopping everywhere. Wideouts, you probably have A.B., Hines, Plaxico Burris, Mike Wallace, tight end, Heath Miller, backup, Jerome Truman. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty solid. Be a pretty good team. Tough to beat. <sighs> Watch an old James Bond movie. Some villain just pushed a... Oh, it's a Bond girl. Bond girl just pushed a... Pushed a motorcycle into a crick. Now he's walking in, opening a door. Hanging up his hat. His money pennies hanging out. I'm going to have to watch this one with sound on. But duty calls, so I'm going to phone up Mr. Penhollow, and we'll get down to brass tacks if this works. How do I call people? Is that? No. That's the record button. How do you do call? No, God damn it. All right, here it is. The phone button. Duh. All right. All right, let's see. Let's see if this works. Hello? What, what's up? Here, I'm going to put this on 
Do I put this on speaker? Does that work? Try talking. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. How have you can been? You hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right, man. I am good. I am good. Just getting through this weird, weird nonsense. I I uh, promoted you as a senior quarantine correspondent for the North Hills, right? Because that's where you're from, the North Hills. Or I was guessing. I don't know. Yes, sir. All right, I got yes, that. Sir, I got sir. that right. But yeah, I mean, yeah, now I have this awesome mustache too. So like, I know I saw it. it looked good. Yeah, dude, we broke the rules and we hung out the other night. It was cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Everybody was so, hanging out. Go on. Yeah, dude, it was real fun. Are you? Are you? Uh, are you still working right now, or are you? Uh, are you taking some time off? I bought. Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, unemployment. <laughs> oh shit yeah i'm just taking it out i mean they said like you know they said uh yeah i can't work at the site so i was like all right and um you know the government was like all right here's the unemployment and i was like all right cool we'll do that and uh i but i'd rather go back i'd rather go back as quickly as i can you know We've had to change like fucking everything so drastically. Um, it, it's all right if I curse on here, correct? Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, yeah, uh, yeah. We've had to change everything so drastically. It's been crazy. Basically, we we're a doctor's office and we see patients and like they come in and they get their medications. We we prescribe diet medications and it's it's, it's an appetite suppressant and stimulant. It gets you jolted and good to go, but. Uh, no, we've had to change everything. Like now, we're doing like the mail out shit, and it's just crazy chaotic. There's like five five thousand patients being funneled down to two locations that are sending out mail orders. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think um, I think what's sad is just seeing all the businesses close, and I think a lot of small businesses are gonna. I mean, definitely they're gonna take a hit from all this. Because if anyone suffers, if anyone suffers from like a down, an economic downturn, it's like it's always small business. Like a major corporate, most corporations are going to be, you know, fine. I mean, maybe a few go under, but like you just, you'll just walk it down your street or whatever. You'll just see businesses that aren't that aren't there anymore, and it's kind because it's like you close a business for for a month, two months. That's just you're you're fucked, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot a lot of them. Especially startup businesses, like places that just opened, especially that have to do with like the food service industry, the turnaround on those businesses is like astronomical. I think it's like something like ten years, especially if you open a restaurant. It's uh, yeah. So I mean, even if you're like doing okay, like a lot of times these companies are still just breaking even. So like yeah, yeah, even under yeah, even under like regular yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's gonna be so weird whenever everything, whenever we open back up. That's gonna be the shit show. I think what they should do is, this is what they should do. They go, you know, anyone under like fifty five or whatever is like makes you prone to coronavirus. Was it over fifty or whatever? If you're like under fifty, go back to work. And if you have like a if you have like a bad pre existing condition or you have like an obesity concern, like can't go back to work but at the same time a lot of people have family members that are 
you know, older, have like trouble with their weight or, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's just, do we just sit? Like, how long do we sit? Or everyone's like, at, at first it was like, oh, I don't need to worry about it. Now it's like, yeah, you might have to sit at home for like three years. It's like, I don't think that's going to happen either. I think there's going to be a certain point where people are just kind of like, look, uh, I, I want to kind of get back to my life. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know how much, like, you've been out, but, like, um, a lot of places, like, I, uh, like, if I need to go to, like, medical, dis- medical weed dispensary or something like that, they'll have, they'll have people go in, like, five or six at a time, and then they'll have you stand outside six feet apart from everywhere else, and people are lining up around the block for, like, certain businesses and stuff like that, and, I mean, in, in theory, that works, uh, to have like X amount of people come stand in like a single file line, uh, six feet apart and everything else and have people wait outside in theory that works. But also you're like definitely slowing down your, uh, your flow of traffic to your business. So, I mean that again, you're still taking a hit, even if we do open in steps like that, I just know it's just going to be chaos whenever, whenever it does all open back up, it's going to be crazy. They need to be calculated about that shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just... I think one thing that's nuts, too, with all these businesses and everything, it's just like... You know, again, like the turnover. And when they start back up, it's just... You're only going to be... I think most places, you know, they have like an occupancy maximum, whatever. Like, say a bar can hold like 120 people. It's probably going to be like a third of that, you know? Like, you can, you can only have a third... Yep. I went to I went to Gecko to get beer uh, just a, like an hour ago, and on the Gecko door it says maximum occupancy is twenty five people. Whereas it used to be like what, like seventy five or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's just weird what's going on. I mean, like, I hope. You... Yep. Oh uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's just definitely strange, like what's going on with everything and all, like the changes and stuff. And I'm guessing probably around I don't know a month, probably like a month or two. I think they're gonna try to have people go back to work, but I don't know, dude. It's yeah. just is it is it, it isn't it isn't my call. I can't. <laughs> all you can do is wait and see. Yeah. And just hang out, it's drink. How- yep. That's exactly it, dude. I have been uh, very, very uh, intoxicated uh, whenever I haven't been working. I, um, I've i been getting three days a week off now, but so in those three days in a row, I am just gone. So <laughs> it's not that bad. And I mean, you know, I'm having, I'm having some, as much fun as I possibly can. Like there's not much any I can do about it. So like there's no sense to complaining. Basically, just sit back and go with the uh, go with the policy changes at work and ride this out. Really, what are you doing to uh, to get through this? Like, what do you do with your downtime? Uh, I re- you know read stuff that scares me, like the news, and uh, uh, I uh, I guess watch a movie here and there. I'm watching James Bond. James Bond is on the screen right now. It's Thunderball because uh, Tom Jones sings the uh, the theme, the Thunderball, and it's just this old movie. It's just this old movie from like the, uh, you know, it's from like the '60s. So like some of the stuff they do is like it's outdated, but it's funny. 
That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's James, there's James Bond movies, man. They're real fun. I, um, my grandfather was real big into those movies. He was all about it, and then it turns out he was like a badass in World War Two. Your dad, so your grandfather? Yeah, so it makes sense. So like, he was just sitting there, he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's how I would do. It. Like, yeah, old school. Old school, yeah, exactly. Old just school. And, just go up and kiss a girl. You can tell her to make a martini, smack her on the ass, and then you walk away. That's pretty funny how, like, just straightforward it is about it. <laughs> like, you have to start laughing. Like, it's just... Yeah, dude, it's so, it's so like, abrupt, and it seems so out of place now. Like, just... It's like I was trying to talk about the other night. It's like, if you put a makeout scene in a movie today, like... It would, you would get a zero on Rotten Tomatoes just because of that. It would be like, the movie was great. It had this pointless makeout scene in it because why do we need to see people make out in movies anymore, man? We could watch people fuck on Pornhub for free. Weird. There you go. See, these are the issues that nobody's talking about that you're bringing to our attention. <laughs> the the Pornhub issue. Dude, I I am so stupid. But I love it. No, I uh, I enjoy I enjoy coming up with these weird conspiracies about Pornhub. Oh, you have conspiracies? Go go on, go on with the Pornhub conspiracies. Oh, I think Pornhub is trying to start a worldwide cult because of all the uh, all the family loving, and uh, and that's basically the only conspiracy theory. That's basically where it starts and ends. You know, like it's just that. That's all that I have. I shouldn't have said I have multiple theories. Oh, why? Uh, because everyone's like it's like a cousin or something. Yeah, it's the family love it. And, you know, like, in cults, like, notoriously, like, you know, incest is a thing. Like, incest is a big, big thing in cults. It's weird. Like a Jim Jones? I don't know. Like Jim Jones? Yeah, everyone would drink, everyone would drink the Kool-Aid. And then they died. It's flavor-aid, man. It's flavor-aid. You gotta get it right. That's really what it was? Yeah, they called it flavor-aid because they couldn't, they couldn't use Kool-Aid. Because like product uh, product placement agreements. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, that makes see it. that makes sense. Yeah, that is solid. <laughs> Kill over a hundred and fifty people, but let's worry about the licensing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I did? I made a. Uh, this is what I did. I got bored, so I made a Steelers all-time team, and that's what I was talking about earlier on the podcast. To myself, and I, I said, like, I should have probably just made a team, like, since I was born, you know. I think that'd probably be a more interesting. That'd probably be a more interesting team because it's like if you make a Steelers all-time team, you know, like, ten of the starters are gonna be guys from like the seventies teams. So like, it's more interesting when you do it since the year you were born. You maybe you get like a little bit of like, you know, it'd be more competitive for some of those spots. That'd be cool. It'd be really cool because, like, then you'd meet people that are, like, in the same age range as you, but, like, maybe are just, like, a few years older than you, and they have guys that you don't have, if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly. Yeah. Like, I know, you big football fan? No, no honestly, no, no, no. Ah, okay. Because I was going to say, like... I am, I, am, I am a bitch of a man, dude. Like, it is... I, I am not a very manly man. <laughs> but, 
But, um, yeah, I was watching, like, I was thinking, like, I guess a guy like Rod Woodson, who played back in, like, the late 80s and through the 90s with the Steelers. He's, like, a Hall of Fame cornerback. But, like, I think he left the team around, like, 96. So, like, I was born in 95. So he only maybe played, like, a year or two. And it's like, do you include him on that team? Meanwhile, Ike Taylor played for, like, 12 years and won, like, two Super Bowls. You know what I mean? But, like, Rod Woodson's clearly the better player through his career and is, like, a all-time great player. But, like, Ike Taylor, just in my lifetime, played with the Steelers longer and won, like, two Super Bowls. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's hard to determine, like, you have players that are great individually, but it's like other guys come through and they've, like, had big play- Like, I'll give an example. Like, Willie Parker and, like, Le'Veon Bell. Willie Parker won two Super Bowls, had some great seasons. It was, like, a pro bowler one year. But Le'Veon Bell's, like, a better running back. Like, he could catch, you know, he's multidimensional. But Le'Veon Bell and had some great playoff games, Le'Veon Bell. But, you know, at the same time, we never, like, won with them. So it's, like, I've, I think just based on player alone, like, Le'Veon Bell's, like, better than, you know, Willie Parker. Right, if no, you get what I'm saying. No, I, I think- that's interesting. That's really fun. It sounds like it's uh, a good use of your time. <laughs> I get the sarcasm there. I, good use of my time. Yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, what else is there to do? I've been, like, making these, like, weird clips, and I'm, like, bankrolling this, like, amount of content that I can, like, release something and then keep going and keep releasing. So, like, I'm just, like, making these, like, weird, like, clips on my phone. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know anything. Like, I'm just trying to not think about being stuck at home and not being able to, like, go get a coffee. Or I got a coffee. I got a coffee today. From where? Here's what I did. I woke up. I woke up around 2 because I sleep for around 11, 12 hours a night. Like, I'll go to bed at 3 and I won't wake up till, like, 2 o'clock. Yeah, buddy. And then, yeah. and then I go and then it's like I wake up. I'm like, all right, I'll have a bowl of cereal. And then um, I'll go, all right, I'm going to get takeout tonight because I'm supporting local business. And then I walked, I, you know, I ordered Chipotle online, you know, go pick that up because you got to wear a mask at the Chipotle now. Yeah. Because I, I walked by Chipotle and it said you got to wear a mask. I was like, fuck, I don't have a mask. And so I went and I got a donut. And I got a cold brew coffee from Duncan. And I came home, drank it all, drank it all, and had to take one of those those Duncan dumps. When you drink, like, the whole thing of the coffee. So I go do that, and then eat Chipotle. And I'm going to be on, I'm going to be honest. I was hoping eating this Chipotle, I'd get, like, E. coli. Low key. Knock on wood. Because at least, like, remember when that was the big issue? Oh, Chipotle has E. coli. Shut it down. You know, I miss those days. Take us back to E. coli Chipotle. I'm sure Chipotle wouldn't like it. But their business isn't doing that well right now. Nobody's doing good. No, dude. No one's doing good. Fuck, take me back to the Ebola days. Yeah. You know, just just old school stuff. Anthrax. No, I don't know. <laughs> the band? This is meant to be funny. This is this podcast is meant to be funny. That's the disclaimer. We're trying to be funny on here. I should do that every five minutes now. 
We tried to be funny. Is that, is that instructions for me? Am I, am I ruining the, uh, am I ruining the brand? Here? No, but I gotta <laughs> make it clear, like, this is trying to be funny. If you listen to this, nobody should take this seriously. It's trying to be funny and to entertain while I try to do anything. I'm not gonna do anything. Oh, yeah. You're not gonna do anything. Absolutely. You, the listener, aren't gonna do anything. They just shut down the O, whatever. We can't do anything, dude. Nobody, uh, nobody's been to the O in like years. Like, be honest. You like, you haven't been there in years. You got fries there once. You were drunk. It was all right. I mean, that's your memory. <laughs> that's about it, dude. That's about all it is, dude. I um, I've been uh, doing this thing where I sleep for like eighteen hours during quarantine. Nice. And it's been really good. I'm feeling so tired. Like, I'm so tired. And the bags under my eyes have never been fuller, man. It's crazy. I love this so much. I, um... Oh, man. Oh, there it goes again. Anyway, what were you saying, Andy? What were you... What what did you do today? I wanted to go run. But I just didn't feel like going. So, I didn't do that. And then uh, I th- I'll probably run tomorrow if the weather's nice. But today was a pretty good day to run, to be honest, if you wanted to. But uh, I should just do it. I should do it tomorrow, though. But here's the thing. Running on, like, uh, this is whiny, but, like, running on concrete is kind of just, it's a pain in the ass. And it, like, takes yeah, the toll. Yeah, it sucks. Running, it on sucks. Treadmill, running on treadmills is so much better because it keeps the pace. And, it, like, when you're running on them, like, it gives when you're running. When you're running on concrete, like, it doesn't give, and all that force just goes back, like, up through your leg and your spine and all that shit. Like, it, it just isn't good. Yeah, it just it fucks your ankles and your knees. Oh, yeah, it fu- yeah, just everything you try to run, it just fucks that. But I'm probably going to have to do it tomorrow just because I feel like, I don't know, you just feel like after a few days, you just feel like, it, like, just you just sit around all day, like, wearing oh, your yeah. clothes, and you're just sweating in your clothes and stuff. So, like... You know, you just kind of feel like I need to go for a run and just sweat all this, all this, all this Corona off. All this stale skin, dude. It's so bad. I I dressed I dressed like I would normally for work today. Whenever there's like currently a dress code at work, I dressed normal today just so I can like feel like a human. I've been going in there and like jammies, joggers, baller shorts, like. Just not even a single shit given about my attire, but today I had to like button it up a little bit. I had to like, I I don't know, man. It's so you had work. You had work today. Yeah, yeah. It was. We added Sundays. We're normally closed on Sundays, but we started working uh, seven days a week now. There's um, I'm trying to think. What I think, like what they report, is like twenty-two people are unemployed, and I think how many people are in the workforce? It's like one hundred and sixty million Americans. So that's like, yeah, you do the math on that. That's like an your unemployment right now is at like fifteen <laughs> percent. If you're if you're taking like what it was before, like if twenty-two million people just became unemployed and it was like three point six percent or whatever it was. So what, just say it's 20 million, 20 million divided by like 160, that's like 12.5%, so a little bit more than that. So yeah, it's probably at like 18 or whatever, even higher. I think it would be crazy if they opened up the country and just like it would immediately go down. Or maybe it wouldn't. Like that's, that's the thing, you don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd have to, th- like, 
it's so strange because you'd have to think like if everything is closed then like utility companies should understand like hey like we gotta do something about these like late fees or whatever like I'm sure like I'm sure companies are giving people like some sort of like benefit of the doubt it's not like it's uh, a singular person's problem that they can't pay the bill or whatever or anything like that so I mean like I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why that's why I feel like it's gonna be like just chaos for like at least two weeks. It's just gonna be nonsense whenever everything opens back up again. It's gonna be like the floodgates. I feel like a lot of people's lives are just gonna pick back up to where they left off. I feel like a lot of people are gonna have to pick up their lives and start over in a different way. And I feel bad. Like that really sucks. I feel like a lot of people are gonna have to like re reevaluate how they do business. And uh, that's that's where that's where like personally my uh, my line of work comes in. We we're gonna have to like figure out different ways of operating certain things. It's it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be very interesting to see what happens whenever we come back from this. Yeah, I mean, just like you know, it's just it's just been a long it's been a long haul. Yeah. <laughs> when when did you get laid off? Oh, like a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, so it's been a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I don't, I don't mind it, not doing like not doing much, but at the same time, it's you know you want to go back. And I think like first time they call me back and want me to go back to work, like I'm doing it. You know, I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna just yoke this for thing. And probably I think what sucks is like probably won't be able to take like a vacate, like actually go on like a nice vacation probably this year. I mean, I'd hope. To do, I wanted to go to like Las Vegas just to go check yeah. it out because I've never been there, and yeah, I was thinking maybe, maybe it's like maybe September I could go, but that'd be like that'd be that's like wishful thinking. I I'd yeah. say it all depends, man. It's it's seriously like we all lost like a whole year, like all of twenty twenty is just done because it's gonna take that long for everything to catch back up. Even if we do open back up in May, like we are. Like everything is behind. I think a lot of I think like part of the effect will be like I think a lot of people are gonna uh just like I know I guess how like people were returning to move into cities and stuff like that. I think a lot of people are gonna like move out of cities. Yeah. I think a lot of people are gonna live like outside of a major city. Like they're gonna live like like out in like beaver county or like washington like in pittsburgh beaver butler like get like a farm get like a farm grow your own food like i don't know just like i guess decentralize a lot of things instead of just having it all just go up to one comp you know just one company controls all the food or all the why like that's kind of scary you kind of just want a bunch of different systems where stuff's being produced and there's competition yeah but i feel like those who are going to be leaving the city are going to it's going to drop the market price down and then it's going to draw the people that don't necessarily feel that way into the city. So, I mean, it's just going to be a different, uh, paradigm shift. So it's just gonna, it's just gonna population city population growth. is just going to be flat. <laughs> it's just gonna, they're like, it's Oh, look at this house. Flat. It's, 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 it's going to have its waxes and waning moments, but I mean, it's going to, it's going to do its thing. It'll adjust how, how it goes. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, what parts of what cities go go down and what ones go up? You know, you know it's gonna be. You know what has like good housing prices? 
like out in Crafton. Got, yeah, surprisingly. Like I was in Crafton. Like you get these, you get sidewalks, and you get these nice big, like old homes, old sturdy like homes with like character and stuff. Hundred fifty k, hundred seventy five k. I'm like, this shit should it's be like area too. It's, really it's not bad. bad. Yeah, it's like I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, this should be like why this would be like 350k in like moon or something like you're getting that like half yeah. off and crap like a nice out you get like a duplex or something you like rent it out or like i swear dude like my working years if i'm considering buying a house i'm looking like i'd look at like craft or something or to rent out there oh, yeah. or something because it's right by the city and just you know, it's oh, there. It's, it's super. It's super easy to commute to and from, like the downtown area. Like, um, I think it would be. I don't know. I always the, the cynic in me always like looks at that, and I'm just like, look at the area, and look at the price, and look at the price of everything else. What's wrong with it? Is it haunted? Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I believe in. Uh, Never look a never look a gift horse in the mouth, and some things are too good to be true. Like all at the same time, and it's interesting. It makes like a weird like. It makes me a, a dumb human. Here's the thing, I, though. It's like it's like I'm in I'm in Oakland, and you know, like you'll have houses that'll be selling for like two fifty, like three hundred. You'll have like giant old houses; they're a bit banged up, and like, you know, you got like university and stuff around, yada yada, this and that. Like, it has its share of, like, crime. Like, somebody got shot here, like, two weeks out, just walking down the street outside, like, two, three weeks ago. You know? So, like, shit'll happen. Like, sketchy-ass shit'll happen. So, I'm like, crafted can't be, like, that bad. No, I mean... I think you get a better deal. It can't be that bad. I'm I'm sure that there's, like, pockets of, like, rough areas, just like any neighborhood, man. Like that's literally anywhere you go. So I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter. It just matters based on like where you want to pay taxes. Yeah, I know the city. You got to pay like three percent income tax, and then if you live outside yeah. of if you live outside of Pittsburgh anywhere, what's it? It's usually like one percent. Like they don't usually have a tax, right? Uh, it's, yeah, it's something like that. Two uh, percent of your income—that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> Because it still falls under the guys, like, under, like, the uh, umbrella of Allegheny County, which is very weird how they can, like, pick and choose, like, to tax like that. But it makes sense. The closer you get to a more populated area, the higher the taxes are. Because there's stuff. There's stuff to do. There's events. Not anymore, Yeah, not anymore. They shut it all down. Everything's done, man. I remember driving out through Moon. Like you mentioned, how like everyone has like their everywhere has like its pockets of sketchiness. Totally agree. Like I remember like driving through like Moon Township, and it's like you just drive down a road. You'll drive down a road of Moon Town. You'll be driving by like trailer parks, and I'll be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Then you'll go up a hill. You'll go up a hill, and there'll be some like nice houses that they just built in like the past like 10, 15 years. Like it's weird. What do they call like a McMan? A McMansion. It's a, it's just like a big it's a big box house. It's like you've seen these houses, they're built within like a year and they're just yep. they're structurally it, it's dog shit. Yep. Like it goes bad after yep. 20 years. Yeah. Like the pipe the pipe isn't solid. The pipe is all plastic, you know. Dude, it, I um 
Where's the lead pipe? I want lead pipe. <laughs> I want lead paint. I want asbestos in my house. I want an old house with character that has asbestos in it. Dude, I found this part of Shady Side that I swear to God is like forgotten. It looks like Chernobyl, like the the town outside of Chernobyl. Like I, um, I was in Monroeville. It was uh, per quarantine. I was in Monroeville, and uh, I needed to go to Staples from Monroeville. And it like my GPS guided me like the most backass way to the Shady Side. And I went in through. I went into like this weird it's just like all dilapidated dude it's like places are falling apart like but people are still in some houses are nice it's it looks like it was just forgotten like in an old abandoned like mining town and all the signs say shady side it was weird like this is shady side in pittsburgh yeah that's weird yeah that's like that's like how like down the street you'll be like on one side of the street and it's just all the buildings and stuff rolled and you go down the street and everything's just gentrified and rebuilt. See, so it's like it's slowly just like it'll creep like up street with just new development and stuff. Yeah, it's. it's I guess it has its good. I guess it has its good. Then it has its bad. I think it's. I think overall, like it's just it's all mixed. Like you know, it's cleaning it up and then at the same time, like I get like. We are like, oh, it's kind of plastic and just sort of like it all follows like this trend. Like it loses like a bit of care. Like I get I get all that with like all arguments, you know. Yeah, but I mean, in in small population densities like Pittsburgh, like it's more noticeable, I feel, than it would be in like any like any massive major city. I'm talking like Chicago, anything like that. Anything with like. Oh, it's yeah, totally different there. Yeah. Yeah, they're on a, they're on, yeah, they're on another level. <laughs> if you gentrify a neighborhood here in Pittsburgh, that becomes the new cool neighborhood, making the old neighborhood just a ghost town. And then it takes like ten years for it to circle back around to that part of the town to be cool again, and. And then it just, like, goes in, like, weird, like, trends of, like, dead spots of the city. But in big areas like that, I'm sure it's not like that. Like, I'm sure just other people come in to gentrify it and make it look nice. Yeah. I don't know. It's not up for me. All I know is I'm watching James Bond, and he's in a, uh, he's in a car. (laughs) And a lady's driving. You know? Dude, I love is that Jacqueline Bissett? I don't know if that's Jacqueline Bissett or not. I'd have to look up Thunderball. I, know, dude. I think that's a reference only you would know. That that, seems, <laughs> that sounds like such an old timey actress. Yeah, is that Jacqueline? Oh, is that Betty Grable from the picture show? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, Jacqueline <laughs> Bissett. Yeah, she was an old uh, hottie from back way back when. I think she was in some Steve McQueen movies. I was watching when I almost fell asleep last night. I watched like a Steve McQueen documentary. And like he was just a he was a bad he was a bad kid. His just his mom was an alcoholic and his dad was like a wife beater, and he just could never fit in. And he wanted to act, I guess, because it just he just fell into it. But he like everyone kind of thought he sucked at acting, but really he was just kind of stoic and kept his cool. But they didn't get it. They wanted like him to be more like expressive. But I guess he just became known for like like a calm, just like subduedness of just getting it done. And like I think he was married to some actress, and like his act, his actress wife 
was making like 10 times more than he was. So he was kind of like a bum just living off of her. And then like I fell asleep right when it got to the next part. But like I I think his big break was in like um, I think he was on like a sh- he was on like a sitcom or something, a Western sitcom in like the late 50s. And then he did movies. Like he was in like uh, Great Escape was a big one. And then like uh, what else? What else was there? The Magnificent Seven. That's like a popular one. They had a bunch of actors in that one. So it's like he did all these old westerns and like cop movies. It's like I always like watched him because he did the Magnificent Seven. Wasn't that an Adam Sandler film? No, it was like it was way. This was way back. This is like the sixties. Like this. He's just an old oh, school. Really? Yeah, he's like an old school actor. Like everything Steve McQueen did, like it was oh, like I a. Know who Steve McQueen is. Yeah, it was like I a. Know who Steve McQueen is. Yeah, he's I just the didn't man. Know if it was like a remake or anything like that. I know. He, I know he, he's the man, dude. He's... He had good style. He had style. You know, he had fashion sense. Yeah, he wore a nice turtle. You know how to wear a turtleneck. Uh, who, who else? Uh, Jan Michael Vincent. He had style. See, I don't know who that guy. See, I don't know who some guys are. I like, I'll know just random old people, old actors, actresses, and I just totally won't know anybody else. Oh, I get you, dude. I only know Jan Michael Vincent because of Rick and Morty, and apparently he was like a big like eighties action actor. Jean Claude Van Damme, right? Jean Claude yeah. Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, Jean Claude, whatever. Yeah, that dude would fuck you up. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm just running out of topics. You got a topic? Uh, no. I, do you do any editing of this? No. Or are you like live? Are you live right now? Yes. Oh, right on. I didn't know how you do. That's that. the best part about. That's the best part about this. Is hey, the editing. It's just totally raw. You know, we come yeah, in. You come in raw. Come in raw with this. Yeah, you know, I copyright songs. You know, we we just we just don't care at this point. Anything to get a listen, dude. I have been so stoned for like two weeks, three weeks now. I fucking i i saw the quarantine and I seized an opportunity. Uh, I saw an ad on Facebook that was not bogus for once. Uh, it said, "Get your PA medical marijuana card." over the phone and a phone call and an X amount of dollars later in like five days wait I had my weed card in the mail it was sweet <laughs> so I've been so hot but dude I got my I got my card in the mail on April 1st alright I went to the dispensary and they were like alright bad news you're not valid for two more days. Aww. So it's like the state of Pennsylvania got the ultimate April Fool's joke over on me. Yeah. I saw like a meme. I saw a meme. And it made me laugh. It said, it was like someone was Spongebob. It was like Spongebob looking out. No, it was like Squidward looking out and seeing like Patrick and Spongebob, SpongeBob having fun. It was the one where like PA residents looking at Ohio. Ohio, their gas is like way cheaper. You know, they don't have car inspections. You can just get liquor whenever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, Ohio is the party state, I guess. We shit on Ohio all the time. I feel like if anybody ran as that with their policies, they just stuck to those three things, 
we're gonna we're gonna cut the they'd be like we're gonna cut the gas tax we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna privatize you know the liquor stores and we're gonna stop with all these car inspections <laughs> that person yeah, would win know. that person would win in a landslide they'd be like hell yes there's I don't just, think we shit on Ohio as badly as we shit on West Virginia. Because there's, yeah. there's just nothing there, dude. Like they need like a big mall or something. They need like a, like the world's biggest fountain or a, a wishing well. Columbus is pretty cool. cool Columbus, know? Ohio's like three. Ohio's like three like medium sized like U.S. cities. You know, like Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, the three C's, like. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's nothing to scoff at. You know what I mean? They're just yeah, there, but they're not like you go there and it's not like you're blown away. <laughs> no, no. I was driving were, through uh, Cincinnati once. Driving through Cincinnati, it, it probably had like the ugliest downtown I think I've ever seen. It was just so gray. Been, it was just gray. There was just nothing going on. Have you ever been to Toledo, Ohio? No. Oh, dude. There is nothing in Toledo, Ohio. I, I swear to God, that is the porta potty of the West of the Midwest. Like, dude, the people there are ugly as the highways are. And if you're from Toledo, Ohio, listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, but you probably agree with me. Uh, yeah, because they have that Midwestern set. They have a sense of humor. They have. <laughs> they have. They have a sense of humor. They have hearts of gold. But whew. they get up. They go to work. They come home. They drink three beers. Go to bed. <laughs> three beers. They watch the pri- they watch the prices right. They watch Jeopardy at their favorite bar. They get takeout pizza from the pizza joint. They go home. Wife looks good. You know, go to bed. Let the dogs out. Call it a night. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm gonna end it here. Do you have any final right. words? Uh. No, man. Stay safe. Uh, it's good to talk to you, dude. Um, I hope everyone's getting getting through this bullshit and can't wait to be back on stage, man. Yeah, dude. I'm excited, too. Stay safe. Have a good time. Enjoy. Good time, man. Yep. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Yep. Later see you, dude. Peace. See That was Mr. Adam Penalo, local Pittsburgh comic guy, correspondent of the North Hills Quarantine I think that's the pod for this week. Might have a few more pods coming up real soon because I am bored of shit. And I think we got some guests that want to show up. So, uh, yeah, that's the podcast for this week. Everybody, you know, stay safe, enjoy, have fun. Thanks for listening. Email podcast, stoochcast at gmail.com. You know the deal. All right. Peace.